Clarissa Shields versus Savannah Marshall. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Follow me on Parlor at FightJunkie. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon. Basically, anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh, wait. Hold up. Scratch that. YouTube deleted my channel. Um, let me think. Okay. I got it. You can also subscribe to the Rumble channel. Rumble.com slash Fight Junkie. Want live stream? Twitch.tv slash Real Fight Junkie. Clarissa Shields, undefeated, 12 wins, 0 losses. Of those 12 wins, 2 are by knockout. Savannah Marshall, undefeated, 12 wins, 0 losses. Of those 12 wins, 10 are by knockout. Currently, you have Shields as a slight underdog, depending on your book. Even money, Marshall comes back at minus 110. Or you can flip that and say Marshall is even money and Shields comes back as a favorite slight minus 110 to minus 120. It all depends on your book. We'll go, won't go. 10 full rounds. Boo. We'll go. Minus 235. Won't go. Plus 175. Shields wins inside. Plus 950. Shields wins by decision. Plus 115. Marshall wins inside. Plus 320. Marshall wins by decision. Plus 270. Fight is a draw. 11 to 1. Interesting fight. Big matchup. Super fight for women's boxing. And we still only get 2 minute rounds. 10 total rounds. Boo. If you listen to this podcast... If you follow me on social media, you know I just don't like it. I was hoping Katie Taylor, uh, Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano were going to set the precedent of going 12 rounds, 3-minute rounds, and their super fight, Serrano wanted it, Taylor didn't. We're still stuck with this archaic 10 total rounds, 2-minute rounds, even in championship fights, even in super-duper championship fights like we're getting with Shields and Marshall. It doesn't matter. We're stuck with it for the time being. It doesn't seem like it's going to change anytime soon. You start to hear some rumblings that it should and they should be able to fight just like the men, the same amount of time, same amount of distance, same amount of rounds, everything, and then it goes away and then it comes back and then it goes away. Uh, It's just frustrating because it's very difficult for betting purposes as well but it's also difficult for the women fighters that are in the ring to set things up in two minute rounds you're going to see time and time and time again that fighters just flail they just go based off volume because that's how it scored in a two minute round it's very difficult to set things up be patient look for counter punches set up body shots you're fighting only 10 rounds i mean there's a whole slew of problems with the way that they have this and it really needs to be changed because it'll be better. You'll produce better fights. I think a lot of, even though the women's divisions 
are thin. When you have the top tier fighters fighting one another, you need that extra minute in the round. You need those extra two rounds. There's a lot of strategy that's involved with that. Just like you see in the men's fight, you would see in a women's fight, they would be able to do a lot more, in my opinion, and produce better fights. I think they would have to get better offensively and defensively. Because as I mentioned in the uh, Mayor Baumgartner fight, Mayor basically just puts her head in your chest and throws nonstop punches. And that's how she's able to win these fights. That's why it's interesting in that matchup. And if you haven't listened to it, you can find it on any of my podcasts, any of the socials, anywhere I post it's there. But is Baumgartner's counter ability, is it going to be able to overcome the uh, volume from from Mayer? And that's generally how it is in women's fights is you're going to have one person that's doing most of the volume and they're easily able to win the rounds hell you get that in men's boxing where as long as that fighter is going forward they're going to give them rounds it doesn't matter if they're getting hit and busted up and missing all their punches if they're making the fight then they're going to give them them the round and generally that leads to a win well it's even worse in women's boxing because you have two minute rounds so, of course, if the woman is throwing more punches, she's going to win the round. And I think that's what you see more often than not in women's boxing. And it's another reason why, generally speaking, you always see the overs or even the full distance. And each fighter wins by decision as favored because we've got a short distance in total rounds. And we've got a short uh, amount of time in each round. And generally speaking, the women don't hit. And bring the power like the men do. So you're just destined for these decisions, decisions, decisions. I think a lot of that would change with a little more time and a little more rounds. Because these fighters are skilled and they can set things up. But right now there's really no benefit to doing it. It's actually to your detriment. If you're going to be a counter puncher, move around and pick your shots. Because if you have a windmill in front of you, even if they're missing, even if they're landing on your arms, even if they're hitting you on the hip, more than likely they're going to get credit for that slop. And so it's very, very difficult for somebody who's a technician, a tactician, somebody who wants to sit down on their punches, even power punchers, right? Because you got to do so much damage with with the power that you do land because you're not going to throw as much volume. So this could be the same type of scenario that we've seen in the past that maybe is going to happen on the undercard as well with Shields is probably going to press a fight and probably going to look to throw some volume while Marshall's going to pick her shots a little bit more. But the issue here for Shields is Marshall, to me, reminds me of a female Tyson Fury. Like, if you watch her, she she's long, she's got the reach, she's got the height, and she's got that herky-jerky style, the low left hand, like... She she really has some really tremendous good skill set, especially for women's boxing. And if she uses all of that ability, her height, her reach, and her skill set, and keeps Shields on the outside, man, I can envision some real trouble rounds there for Shields. And I think that's why you see this line the way it is. Because if you're looking at their record, Shields has fought the better competition, even though I don't think she's the greatest woman of all time or none of that. I mean, she's got like 11 or 12 fights. You're talking, I mean, and women's boxing is very, very thin in almost every single division. Granted, she's 
she's beat the champion she's supposed to beat. She's retained the title. She's has a multiple division. She's done what she's supposed to do. I get that. I'm just saying the goat talk is a little a little far fetched for my liking. But when you're looking at this matchup, you do have to say that she has faced the better competition than Marshall. Now Marshall claims nobody wants to fight her. Again, with that style of Tyson Fury, I you could make that as a legitimate case that people aren't itching to fight her. But in women's boxing, the the uh, quality of competition is generally low enough anyway that you're just going to throw whoever you can in with Marshall and with Shields. If they're the best of the divisions, the best of the divisions, plural, uh, they're going to easily handle those girls most of the time. And that's why people are very excited about this fight because you've got two skilled fighters who are evenly matched, who fought in the amateurs, Marshall won. And even though their resumes uh, are a little lopsided in favor of Shields, the books and people still give Marshall a tremendous opportunity to beat Shields. Why? And I think that's because stylistically, Shields could be in trouble if Marshall's able to box her. Shields maintains that Marshall cannot outbox her. I don't believe that. I think Marshall can box her, outbox her, and run her into a shot. Here's the rub here. Marshall just isn't the boxer in the fight. She just just isn't the counterpuncher in the fight. She's also the puncher in the fight. And Lord, that can be a tremendous disadvantage if you're the fighter that's coming forward because this this boxer counterpuncher is not only going to run you into shots, but when they run you into a shot, it's a powerful shot. And everybody knows this is a shot that you do not see that can put your lights clean out. And I think that's why you see the line on Marshall so close is because she's stylistically going to present a problem for Shields and she brings a little something-something that all the other fighters that Shields has faced didn't have, and that's power. In fact, if you look at, I believe it was Hannah Gabriels who fought Shields in that type of a boxer-mover-counter-punching style, she was able to catch Shields and drop her. And I don't think Gabriel has the power that Marshall does. Again, Marshall has faced limited competition. We have to point that out. But stylistically, I could see Marshall using the herky-jerky style, the jab, getting Shields to come forward and run her into a big, powerful shot, I think. Personally, that's what Savannah Marshall is looking to do. I think she's looking to draw Shields in. Shields is not a big puncher, even though she claims that she's going to spark everybody out all the time. She said the same thing about Marshall. Uh, You know, don't overlook me. Don't stand and bang with me because I'll put your lights out. But on paper, that just does not happen. But again, I don't think personally that Marshall needs to stand and bang with Shields to get her out of there. I actually think Marshall should box from the outside, use the jab, the herky-jerky Tyson Fury style, and run Shields into a powerful shot because I think Marshall is probably quick enough on the outside, head and body, footwork, to uh, to keep Shields on the outside because Shields has slow feet. She's kind of a plotter of a style now. She'll go forward. She'll try to throw power punches. She'll try to crowd her opponent. But her feet aren't very fast. So if Marshall has the advantage in the footwork, in the foot speed, and she has the height and reach, and she has a power advantage, she should run 
Shields into shots all night long. There's no reason, even though I don't think Shields brings a lot of power, and I don't think it's a real threat for Shields to really buster up and do a lot of damage on the inside. There really, in that scenario, is no reason for Marshall to go in close and bang with Shields. If she can control it from the outside and drop hammers on her head all night long for as long as Shields can do it, can absorb it, then that's what she should do because she should be able to overcome the aggressiveness of shields by boxing on the outside and landing the power shots, which even if she doesn't put shields down and out, she could visibly wobble her or at the very least in a two minute round, she should be able to control the action because again, she's got to make shields walk through a lot of fire to get into punching position and try to overwhelm Marshall with volume. It was the same thing I mentioned with Mayer. If Mayer fought an outside fight and slowed the roll down, actually was a little more conservative, I think she would give Baumgarter more trouble than if she went right to her. Same exact scenario, in my opinion, for Marshall. If those things hold true, that Marshall has those advantages on the outside, then use it. Use it all night long. It doesn't matter if you're able to knock shields down or out. I think you'd be able to control the rounds in that scenario and probably still win the fight via decision. Now, I know most people are going to say Marshall's best opportunity to win the fight is inside and depending on your book it's anywhere from plus 215 up to 320 for Marshall to win inside but Marshall's decision is anywhere from 250 to 333 so they're actually very close and I can see that because I do think that Marshall is not a one-trick pony here I don't think she can only win the fight via knockout I think she can outbox Shields and counterpunch her way to a decision if she gets a knockdown or if she's able to do visible damage throughout the fight, that's a cherry on top. But I think her overall boxing ability is good enough that she presents a stylistic nightmare for Shields if Shields is not able to get past the outside game of Savannah Marshall. If you're backing Shields, hey, you can point to the resume, say she's done more, she's fought better better people, and Marshall won't be able to compete at this level. That's totally plausible. That is possible that that could happen, that Marshall is very good, but she's not great. She hasn't fought the competition that Shield has, and when they meet, then you can see the quality shine through that Shields is able to close the distance easier than what we would think. She's able to get inside, and she's able to outwork Marshall totally and utterly plausible if not possible that that could happen but I still think that if Marshall fights the way she has in past fights and has even a limited amount of success Shields is going to have trouble on the outside getting past the jab the long right hands and the movement from Marshall so even if Shields is able to eke this out I think a she's probably going to have to do it via decision I don't buy the hype about her being able to blast Marshall out and I think it's going to be difficult. I think they're going to be, at best, close rounds for Shields that people give to her based off of her forward aggression and getting inside and doing work to the to the head and body up and down. Because I think that Marshall is good enough and has a high enough ring IQ that she's going to know that if she's able to keep Shields on the outside, and even if it's just landing the jab in the occasional right hand, Shields isn't going to be able to hit her. And that's the key. For Shields to win the fight, and basically a 10-round volume fight, she needs to get close enough to be able to land punches. If Marshall is just good enough to keep Shields at bay and not allow her to do what she wants, then that's going to present problems 
for Clarissa Shields. In my opinion, I think Savannah Marshall is going to win the fight. I think if you're taking Savannah Marshall, I think you need to take her straight here. Again, I'm not 100% confident that Marshall is just going to blast her out, but I think Marshall can win the fight either way. I think that she can outbox Shields, and depending on how much she's hitting Shields and how good the chin of Shields is, that could be the, the deciding factor whether this goes... 10 rounds or not. But I think either way, a 10-round fight or obviously a stoppage favors Marshall. I think Marshall can outbox Clarissa Shields. For Shields, I think she has to go forward. I don't think she has the power-punching ability to stop Marshall. So I think she has to win this fight based off volume. Depending on your book, you're going to get a better line on Shields wins by decision than her straight if she's favored. It's getting close there. Where if she's the underdog at some of the books straight, that her decision is almost the exact same. Then, of course, you would take Shields straight if that's the case. If you're getting uh, plus 110 on Shields straight and plus 115 or 120 by decision, you may as well just take the straight just in case. It's almost the identical odds and you're going to play the safe route there. But for the most part, if you're looking at Shields, you're not going to look at the straight line, especially if she's favored. I don't think you need to look at that at all. At some books, the highest I'm seeing right now is about a minus 125 favorite uh, for Shields. And again, those flip-flop depending on the book that you're playing. I think you would just look at Shields wins by decision. The lowest you're going to get is plus 115 right now. The highest you're going to get is plus 140. And I don't see any other way that she can do it. And even if she's able to do it, I think she's going to have difficult times, at least in spots, at least in spots where Marshall is able to dictate the pace, run Shields into powerful punches. And for me, it's really a case of how much can Shields take because I think stylistically, that Marshall's going to present problems. She's going to hit Shields. And for me, the deciding factor there, of if Shields is even going to be competitive, is if she's able to absorb those punches. Because for the most part, when Savannah Marshall hits people, they, they go down. Like, they're not... She's been to a decision twice. Like, if that's the case with Shields, where Shields is visibly wobbled and hurt by Marshall, especially early, I think it's going to be absolute hell. And I would be very, very surprised if she's able to overcome because of the style of Marshall where she's not standing right in front of Shields and she's making Shields come forward, throw punches, miss punches, and then counter her. And those counters are hurting her. Clarissa Shields is in for hell. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.